Yo, 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 what's good with it, man? Episode 90. Come on, you got it. Six. There you go. <clears throat> 96, man, we pull away. TEP, Transfers, Fiends Podcast. We got my boy Ed in the building. How you doing? Yo. And you got your boy here, man, you know, Juju. You know, what's going on? Um, How's your week, man? Oh, yeah, man, you know, it was a different <laughs> oh, week for us all this week. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was. Um... I was already had was I was already going in to late I was already going in to work late Monday. Okay. So I got there at ten thirty. As soon as I got there I was still, hey, um boss man's gonna email us at eleven telling us what time we gonna go home today. He's yeah. like yeah. it ain't gonna be five, no yeah. matter what. But we don't know exactly what time. Yeah. Eleven o'clock came, we leaving at twelve. Mm. Didn't go back to work again. Till Friday at mm. ten a.m. Mm. So I'm man, I'm refreshed. I I was sitting in the house. Um, you know, for me, I don't be still a lot. So I, it's almost like clockwork now. Where it's like, you know, in February at some point you're gonna get some days off to just be still. Right, 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 right. So I enjoyed it personally. It take a a little bit longer for me to get cabin fever. Okay. Um, so I was chilling, man. I'm watching my shows. Uh, basketball still came on. I mm-hmm, mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's funny. Like I, so Monday was celebratory. So definitely sat around and did nothing. Then Tuesday was a full day of me just sitting around doing nothing. But then Wednesday, I was like, okay, okay, let there's me. some stuff. I went and worked out. I uh-huh. ran. Did you know? Cut my hair and stuff. Then mm-hmm. Thursday, you know, Thursday the you could drive. Thursday, if you wanted to, if you just trying to push that line, yes, yeah, like it wasn't like, and so I I didn't go too far, but I did go to a few places and mm-hmm. um because I knew I was like okay I'm gonna have to go to work Friday and um so I, I was you know busy doing errands and that's when I finally you know cleaned the house and did that kind of stuff but it was a good week for me man I literally worked one day. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Monday to Friday, I wouldn't even call Monday a work day because I literally was there for like not even two hours, and Friday was that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I have, we haven't uh, we haven't been back since I sparred, huh? No, we haven't. Oh man, uh, what an experience, man! <laughs> I, I went in and did what I said I was gonna do. Um, threw, it was a he good through the first first punch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Brother G was there to support me. Yo, always. always. It was uh. Always. It was what I expected to happen. Uh, unfortunate. Well, not unfortunately. It was like 
I knew it was gonna be the worst showing I'll ever have, and I knew I was probably gonna run out of gas. It wasn't bad though. But I felt like it wasn't bad. Again, my defense to myself, I felt like because you're supposed to do three, three, three yeah. minute rounds. That first round was four minutes. Four minutes, fifteen seconds, because you recorded and you didn't yeah. stop it until it ended. Yeah, yeah. So oh I yeah, I see, like, you saw the time on the yeah. video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, the fact that you, you went know four minutes. Bro. I'm not saying in fighting that is That's a, a massive long difference. Time. Especially when you. This is the first round. Mm-hmm. It's like this was started off. That's this, what I say. It was like a, the, it was this, a trickle down yeah. effect. It was like okay, so you held me way longer than yeah. you were supposed to, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like we was like oh we had three minutes. We're not gonna like we was still throwing yeah fighting that mm-hmm. whole time. So mm-hmm. it was like mm-hmm. that. Just I think that just sunk me down the spiral because I felt like I'm not saying I wouldn't have got gas, but I felt like I could have made. I think I could have put together a full second round. I think you could have managed it. You could have. Portion was rationed yeah. it out. I think I would have made it through the whole second round not feeling gas because I felt it midway through the second. Yeah, it was like night and day. But uh, it wasn't that bad. Like I said, I'm I'm so happy. Like when you you told me that yeah, once you see yourself on video, because like when I mm-hmm. saw it, I was like, God, why was I so bouncy? Like <laughs> somebody should have just said, Hey man, don't move that much, because I went in there like. You were in there, you were like there, moving, moving. Yeah, yeah. You was in like, there. You was in. But there. I think that was like that was all my excitement, and then like I was like all the trying to set the tone. But it was yeah. like, man, duh, you burnt out. All that moving <laughs> you was doing. So yeah. that was good to see. And yeah, it was a good experience, man. Like I said, I felt like you know just had to get the first one out the way. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of stuff to clean up and stuff. But to say you know that was the first time ever, then I was kind of going against somebody who. Was way more experienced than me. That was my first time sparring compared to his ninth time, and he'd been boxing for three years. He looked so. comfortable. Yeah, you can tell, like, the he difference. Looked, just, he looked real yeah, comfortable. Yeah, nothing else. It was a difference in comfort yeah, level. Yeah, he, like, he looked comfortable, bro. I was like, yeah, that's how I would look if yeah. this was my ninth time. Like, yeah, he didn't is. ever get to nothing. Because even when he said, I ain't going to lie, I got tired because I had talked to him afterwards, and I was like, really? I, shoot. Yeah. Maybe because I, you know, I was to the point at the end. I was like, <laughs> just me holding up my hands was a was a challenge, man. Yeah, you say. It definitely made me realize that, like, that that you you can't cheat the cardio, man. When it mm-hmm. comes to boxing, there's no way around it. It's gonna show up. It's gonna suck, but you that's Excuse just me, gonna I'm be sorry. apparent aggressively. But all in all, it was okay. Like I said, man, I think my I my only goal was to land a punch and dodge a punch. You did both. I of did those. one of each. <laughs> no, nobody. No, but, um, you landed a couple punches. Yeah, I had got a good, a couple good. Ones I didn't know too. you was that much of an escaper. I ain't gonna lie, that was the pleasant surprise to me. <laughs> I was like, this dude it is an escape artist. Like you was getting out of harm's way. Yeah, because I ain't never let him keep me against the no, ropes. No, no, like, no, no. I, he might have like, got you there, but you. Yeah, I, was I said, like, I, you know, me. I even never see Ed move. I, like to that. be honest with you, that was just, just, just instincts. Like, get out that corner. Like, yeah, like, yeah. That's just instinct. Yeah, yeah. Because I wasn't getting out of them like I was supposed to, but I got out of them. Man, there was there was a couple times where you got out of home. I was like, I was like, oh, Ed got out of that. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, just you, need to get a little bit more comfortable. Like I said, it was my first time, and like I said, if that's gonna be the worst I ever do, I'm pretty proud of that. If that, yeah, that word, I like that. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be the worst I ever do. I'm proud of that, because I'm only gonna get better. I don't continue doing stuff and suck. Mm-mm. So there you go. Like I say, I'm I'm gonna be in better shape more. I'm it's a, that confidence. Like I said, man, I just I you know the main part which is don't make sense, but it's true for me. Mm. I didn't. I thought 
the punches, I would feel him more. I'm not gonna lie, he wasn't a small man, y'all. So I'm not saying he just was. He was pretty fit. Pity patting me, but I'm saying like, I thought like they would like actually hurt. It was more so like, it. it I never took a punch from him that I that I thought hurt. Now he threw a mean hook that made me move, but he did. Even in that one, it didn't hurt. He just physically hit the heck out of me, he so I moved. I moved. Mm-hmm. But that's what I felt like threw me off because it was like he kept because he didn't do nothing but work a jab on me the whole time, just hollow, get my body go up, get my body. But it was just like I, I, I don't know. I couldn't. I just wasn't avoiding them. They was fast too, though. Let me not. Let me give him more credit than I, like. What's his name? Sadiq. I didn't know. I think it's Sadiq. Yeah, that's Fefi, all right. He looked like a Sadiq. Yeah, but yeah, that, that man, that child was coming fast, and like I like, I don't know, like I, cause I, and the funny thing is when we was working on dodging, my high guard was like my normal go to. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what I was wondering because he kept saying, "Hey, use a high guard, use a high guard." But it was like, and nice. but then in it, it was like. I don't know, because sometimes it was like some stuff in my mind where I was like, okay, I'm going to do this, but then the jab happened so fast because I can't. I had like a, a a plan to counter that because at one point she was like, when she when he throw the jab, come across with a with a, with a cross over mm-hmm, his jab. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I said, hey, man, you got to see it coming first. Mm-hmm. You had a fast jab. But I think I say that to say, like I said, it was a good experience and stuff. And like, I definitely want to spar him again, one, because get my lick back too just to have like that to be my parameter like okay I did this bad against him mm-hmm. so if I spar him again and I do this and I'm like oh, okay you well, like your litmus test yeah he my litmus test mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean granted good. it may not work like that but I would like to spar him again that's probably helpful for him too to have somebody come repeatedly you know come out there yeah. like you know like but I I don't care about benefiting it's me it's, you know like that's well, always no, been what you like a mutual yeah mutual you, beneficial thing yeah but when you like y'all both in there to get better it's like the same when you like play against somebody or, or that's better than you he might be better than you and keep beating you but you really only make him better. I'm about to say, but you really improve in leaping bounds by just mm-hmm. keep getting beat, and then at some point, mm-hmm. eventually, match yeah. Match and that's always been that way with stuff. Even if I work out with people that's way stronger than me, I may not get as strong as them, but you get way bigger and way stuff quicker when you work with somebody that just and you lift weights. And even if you struggling lifting them, yeah, but eventually you get there. But you know, if you die at this point in the in the workout, you usually last longer. Yeah, and stuff so like that. so. that's what I say, man. I definitely want to um, get back in there with him. Cool dude, too, man. He was classy because I ain't gonna lie, y'all. That third round, like I physically just like me standing there and still just being there was like I was just that. I've never, you know, track basketball and done all that crap. But bro, when you just flat out tired and it ain't no way to take a break because a man charging at you. And he don't mean you no good. Yeah. <laughs> but he was classy, though, because, like I say, at one point, it was like that little thing where they just had to. Because I was like, at the end, I was like, bro, this don't matter. I can literally just say I'm done and walk off because I'm that tired and like. But the competitive. But this is what I said in the last episode. I said that competitive spirit and the will to finish would take over, and it did it. Yeah, it did. That third round, I just was just, just trying to keep my hands up and move a little bit. I didn't really care. I didn't have nothing else beyond that to give. I, I just that was just a different type of just tired man. It was different, man. That's that's you got to be in a different type of shape for that, man. Which gave me a complete level. Like I had already, you know, just 
through doing this, had a different level of respect for boxes, but seeing like 12 rounds of that. You gonna get three. My God. Three and a half. I'm about to say, heck, if you're gonna get, I, I really made it to about mm-hmm. two of the mugs, maybe give myself two mm-hmm. and a quarter, mm-hmm. but 12, my goodness. And you see why people be chilling in that first round. And I see too, like, why, man, yeah, you've got to be strict on your lifestyle to try to make it through that because you need every little ump and mm-hmm. stuff you can get from anywhere, man. Yeah, yeah. But it was a cool experience. I enjoyed it, man. I got it out the way. <laughs> Definitely gonna be more comfortable than watching my film, seeing where I went wrong. Just so it's it's gonna look, it's definitely gonna just look cleaner and more than anything. And I'm gonna be able to make it through the rounds. And. I think uh, so. My takeaways from watching it: number one, this capability. I think that you got out of. I, I'm not no boxer savant. I do watch box. I'm an enthusiast. Mm-hmm. I'm an enthusiast. I think you got out of trouble very good. Number two, like I told you, I told you all this stuff at the ring, outside the ring. I was like, the anticipation is great. Like, the anticipation was like, you you ready for it when it comes. I think after, you know, just more sparring, like you said, you'll get, you'll get clean. Like, I think next time you will make more intentional moves than you did this first time. Because mm-hmm. the first time, like you said, you were doing a lot of bouncing. And uh, you didn't really go nowhere with it. But I think this next time it's like, okay, when you do this, this is what you want to do, you know? Yeah. And that's what you learn through watching, like, oh, because you had openings. And it was one time, I think it was in the second round, the beginning of when you started kind of, you started boxing back. And, I, and on the video, you see me say, yeah, yeah. Like, sometimes you got to throw some punches back just to get them off of you. Like, everything ain't just dodging. Sometimes you got to, yeah. you know? But anyway. Take I'm it not, and throw. I'm not here to coach. You got to coach. But uh, number three. Man, I love that environment, bro. I love, <laughs> bro. I ain't gonna lie. I was loving that environment, bro. This wasn't no gym. I mean, yeah, this, yeah, is a gym. this ain't nothing cute. This like <laughs> this real. Ain't, this ain't. Hey, this ain't. This ain't uh, the money team. Yeah. <laughs> this one was straight walk in. There it is. Like yeah, metal warehouse, no insulation. No whatever insulation, the temperature is, cold. you gonna feel it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever the temp is, you gonna feel it. You know what I'm saying? They got a little. You know, man. I was like, bro. I said, I like because this is. When you go to those bad, I don't know, those bad minimum gyms, mm-hmm. it ain't nothing but just pain and just, <laughs> and just grit. Like, that's all you got in there. Like, ain't, yeah. nothing, ain't nothing comfortable about this. Mm-hmm. And we're not here to be comfortable. That's why I like it. Yeah. Like, we're not here to be comfortable. We're here to work. Yeah, like, I'm going to say, you, you, in that environment, you can tell it's, it's pure work that happens. It's happened pure work, bro. That's why, well, as soon as I walked in, I was like, man, this might be the old weight room. Like, mm-hmm. just straight sweat and grit in here. <laughs> just straight uh, sweat and grit in here. And, um, it was good, though, man. I, I, I enjoyed it, man. I'm going to come to the next one. Yeah. <laughs> come to the next one. Y'all did good, man. Oh, boy, it was good, too. Oh, boy, it was good, too. And I stayed and watched a couple other people, man. It was good like that. But, um, but yeah, oh, me? My week has been good. Um, like you said, I was locked in. Um, Monday, I went to work for sure. Mm-hmm. And it was like the day before, the calm before the storm. So we all knew it was coming. Um, so I went and got myself prepared. I checked out the new HEB mm-hmm. out here. It was pretty good. Felt like home. So hey, so a lot of brands that I was familiar with, you know. So I still was like, oh, of course I know what this is, you know. Um, and uh, it, it was good. So got my stuff for a little gumbo. Came back, mm-hmm. 
Made a little gumbo. What you yeah. doing that thing? Sausage. I did sausage, chicken, and shrimp. Nice. Yeah, it that's was, what I do. Yeah, it was just a. It was just a complete. Now I will tell you this. I will admit this. I didn't do the roof from scratch this time. <gasps> I did it out the did it out the joint because, but it was like seven thirty. I ain't want to waste all that time I'm doing. You want to do all that sometimes? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. No, no, no. I'm saying what I'm saying is, I never said it was wrong. I was just like, okay. I was like, you know, that's what it's for. But I had a hard time finding finding the roof. They didn't have the roof in there, so I had to go to another store, and I found it. But it was good. What I mean, brand do you use? That was like usually I get Dugays. That's mm. that's the one I want to get if I can mm. find that. Okay, but that's like a Southeast Texas thing. I I realized that it's not everywhere, mm-hmm. so I found like a it's called K's or something like that. It's like a Louisiana, mm. um, but that. How about say for mine? I just use Zatarans. They you do the Zatarans little pack? Yeah, it's pretty good. I don't know if you ever had it. No, 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 no. I never had it, but no, I know. I'm just saying it because I saw it. That's why I said yeah. the little pack. Now I don't do the one you got like rice or nothing. Nah, nah. Just the actual. The Tony Satchery's one is trash too. Ironically. I, I've tried it. I'm not a fan. I have tried. So it, how man. you do it out the pack? You just add oil to it and just put your wrist to work, and then there's your root. Ta da! Yeah, see the one I got is the jar. It's the actual, not the actual thing, because your stuff is it. But look, you just heat up your pan, put it in there. Like you said, just put your wrist to work. Get it, get it to that little pudding consistency. Mm. And you know what I'm saying? Then I just throw it in there with the uh, chicken, shrimp, and sausage and stuff like that. I ain't gonna lie, I did call my mama like once. You know, I was once or twice, just making sure I'm doing everything I need to do. Yeah. What I didn't do, I didn't chop the vegetables. I just got the season blend. I ain't gonna lie, it was a poor man gumbo. Like I took all the shortcuts, so I just you know. <laughs> Welcome to my world. I'll <laughs> never cut my veggies. I like cutting veggies though, so mm. it's therapeutic to me. Man, I. Uh... I forgot to finally use my uh, new Christmas knife set, man. Yesterday when I made my chili, when I was cutting my onion. Oh yeah, there you go. Having a knife, good knife, man. It changed the dynamic. Changed the world, man. That was, see, yeah, making. I was, yeah. But anyways, uh, I got that <clears> done, and of course, like you said, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and I have a very mobile job. So like, if we can't get on the road, we can't work. You know, mm-hmm. basically, if we can't get on the roofs, can't can't work. <clears throat> But it, it, it turns out good. Um, those moments like that where I'm like forced to sit down and kind of just chill, I welcome those. Like you were mentioning uh, mm-hmm. when you were talking, um, I just took it as a very just time to like center myself and kind of just you know get myself together. I did a little yoga. Okay. Hey, bedroom yoga. So I was just using my little. You know, it's funny. You don't even need a big space for yoga. You just need a little sliver. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I had my little sliver, had my little, you know, all my little formations and stuff. Hey, you know, I got my laptop, I got my computer now, so I just turned on that little fifteen minute. I just followed the stretches, you know. Mm-hmm. Did that, got a little limber, you know. Uh, it was cool. I don't know. You get the more important it is to stretch. Well, you you because like, when you old, that's when you start losing your range of motion. You just round, you know. You just I was wound up. Yeah, I just be able to, yeah, you know, move in and out. Yeah, but try to do something like, oh, I said, oh, I ain't got that. You know what I'm saying? It's like I ain't got that like I used to. But anyways, uh, but Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday it was good. I feel like Wednesday was the worst day because Tuesday was more snow, mm-hmm. and then it kind of you know melted during the day, and then it refolds overnight. Mm. That's when it turned into ice. 
See, that's what people don't understand about the cold weather. Snow, you can maneuver in snow because mm-hmm. it's compact and you can grip snow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When it's ice, mm-hmm. ice a different monster, bro. Ice is when you don't black out. You it look like it's good, but it ain't mm-hmm. good. That's when you be sliding that's all when, over the place and you can't do nothing about it. Yes, bro. That's when you slip and fall. And I was not gonna do that. Yeah. But I feel like Wednesday was a bit was the worst day, and Thursday, like you said, but Thursday. <clears throat> I still had ice around my apartment So like mm-hmm. it was kind of I was trying to get to my truck So my truck is parked through a walkway y'all The walkway still had ice on it mm-hmm. And I tried to test it And I like my foot slid mm-hmm. I said oh no Yeah it was honestly safer to walk in grass Than it was sidewalk. I, wa- I, I walked in the driving area Where cars had I walked through the Oh like where they had made a yeah, pathway yeah. From the tires that kept coming through that Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So if you watching the video I walked from out here All the way around my apartment Just to get to my truck Oh you took the long I said, hey, I, bro, bro, I swear to God I do not like slipping and falling And ice is unforgiving yeah, I'm about to say you really mess around and mess up. You fall the wrong oh, way, and you know, hey, we old. I'm dead. And under that ice is cement. cement so yeah, ain't, ain't gonna break your fall. I was, was some gonna break me. Yeah, falls. You break know what you I'm before. saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But anyways, I had a good time. Then Friday we went back to work, and um, and you know what it being uh, cold stuff. It was a little slow because people went out there to go make uh, sales and stuff like that. But anyway, mm-hmm. it was cool. Random tidbit when you was talking about cooking. I recently took a cooking class and they taught us like the quote unquote technical way to cut. How you like do the hand placement. Cause you want the tip of the blade to be on the cutting board and you're supposed to make a motion like this. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. and then once you do it, it's so much smoother. And you're like, wow. Cause you know, typically you just but nah, that motion with that tip down and you holding it the right way and you just mm-hmm. so much smoother. Mm-hmm. Big difference, big difference when you hold that thing like that and mm-hmm. get that motion. Mm-hmm. But it was a cool class. I don't know if I talked about that last time on here either. You didn't. But yeah, I took a cooking class. It was cool. Um, I actually learned a lot, um, like I said, about like how to... Because I'm, you know, most people that cook, they just mm-hmm. learn what they learn. They ain't got like... They're not professionally trained or anything, you know, Mm -hmm. just go for what you know. But Mm -hmm. I learned a lot of things. One, that was the main takeaway about like how to hold the blade when you cut stuff. Then I learned too that like, which I had kind of always heard this, but I don't know. It's just a part of everything I learned about how like when you cook steak on the skillet, like you don't flip it, keep flipping it. Like if it don't like, come up that mean it's not done yet and you just leave it there there was like technique there was like really if you cooking the steak the right way you shouldn't flip it more than once mm-hmm. that's all it takes because you're supposed to let it cook all the way until it don't stick because if it's not sticking that mean that if it's still sticking that mean that it's not cooked because this she went into the science of it she said it's because of something toasts mm-hmm. that's why it stick mm-hmm. to the pan which means it's not done mm-hmm then you just flip it once and then again, you know, it's done when it's not sticking down at that point, you know, you cook to mm-hmm. whatever, but it was steak. And I'm not going to lie. I've had like some good steak in my life, but that was one of the best steaks I ever had in my life. And we didn't even like go crazy on the seasoning like that. It was just mm-hmm. cooked to mm-hmm. perfection. Mm-hmm. And then we got to choose, you know, 
you know, I'm a medium well guy. I hadn't made it to medium yet. Maybe mm. I get there one day. Mm. But yeah, I learned that about the steak, how you're not supposed to flip it. I learned also, too, if you ever cutting the steak and it's hard to cut them in, you're cutting it the wrong way. You got to go with something about the something because mm-hmm. it should cut smooth. Mm-hmm. That just means you literally like going at the wrong direction if it ain't cutting smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did I learn? I learned a lot of random crap there. It was That's cool. good, man. So you can, cool apply that, you can apply that to your everyday life. Oh, yeah, too. When you grab a steak, you never want to like, if the steak is a rectangle, you don't want to grab it by the sh- like you don't want to grab the outsides of the steak when you grab a steak. You want to grab it from like the middle uh-huh. and flip it. Never uh-huh. like on the outsides because then you squeezing the goodness uh-huh. out of it. Uh-huh. Um, dang, it seemed like I only learned stuff about steak, huh? Uh, <laughs> no, because we had cooked some other. I was about to say another steak thing about how like heating up the pan when you cook the steak, but I knew that already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to yeah. wait for it to heat up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't just do it straight up. And then they were saying, she was saying too, like, when you pour oil in it, like, you don't have to pick it up and do all the movement because when it heat up to where yeah. it's supposed to heat up, it's going to naturally go. Mm-hmm. So at that point, you just got to make sure you got enough in there. Mm-hmm. That, and yeah, I think I learned everything steak related. But the other sides we cooked in the class was, yeah, it was some stuff that I never, actually, it was a salad that we made that was actually amazing, and it didn't even have a lot of ingredients. My favorite part about the cooking class, too, is that after you cook the stuff, because you cooked you cooked the, what did we cook? We cooked the steak, some green bean thing, a salad, and a dessert. Mm-hmm. But like, I felt like the really cool part about the cooking class is that after you take it, they email you the recipe. Oh, that's nice. So, yeah, if you want to recreate, recreate it, it or try it again. Or mm-hmm. if there's one thing you like, do that. So, mm-hmm. I was like, man, that's cool. Yeah. And it's like a really popular place because they have like classes where they do a lot of different stuff. Oh, sorry, um, sorry. Steak, knife uh, technique, um, <laughs> pastas that you can make your own pasta. Oh, I yeah, thought yeah. that might be cool. Yeah, you can make your I, own pasta. Yeah, 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 like the yeah. actual. Because I'm not. Uh, um, the grain. A big. Carb guy, but I think it'd be cool that when I do want pasta to make, if I felt like it, to get that deep in my bag and make my own noodles, my own pasta noodle. I think that's when you want to show off. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That when you got people coming over. Yeah, when I show you a man of many talents. And then you know it's funny. You do all that just to have a conversation piece. Like, yeah, Yeah. hey, you know I made that pasta. What you made that? Well, I am. I'm get started on the pasta now. (laughs) I feel like if I was to ever host a dinner party, I would want like. The food to dang there be done before I have people come over. Oh no no, I wouldn't know. I don't know because you got I feel a time. Like, you got time to where they there, but you finishing up so like they know that it's fresh. Like, come well, on, yeah, I don't want to like. You don't want if you, I had a dinner party at six, I ain't gonna start cooking at two. But at the same time, I want to be able to like when you want that food entertain on the and communicate. When you want that food on the table, if you got a dinner party at six, I want that food on the table at six thirty. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah, you want to be finishing up when people come. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you got to get people to come in, meal around, maybe have one one glass. I'm going to say in 30 minutes, yeah, they ain't going to have too much milling to do. Yeah. But that means, too, at some point, you got to go get dressed and be prepared. No, you talking about, okay. No, see, yeah, see. Okay. You you talking about more of a casual get together? That, but yeah, if we talking about actual dinner, like get dressed and stuff, okay, then, like, I probably will still get dressed, but I'm just like put bringing stuff, bringing stuff yeah. out. Like you want to bring stuff out when they there, because 
Bro, I don't want nobody to get to my house and the food all they're like, man, how long has it been sitting here? Come on, bro. <laughs> First off, if somebody asks me that, I'm gonna be offended instantly. And they be, hey man, bump you, bro. Get out of here. <laughs> hey man, how long has food been sitting? Here? <laughs> but, but anyway, I don't know though, man. But I, that was a good class, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah, say, it was really cool, man. I'll tell at, you the name off air. Okay. Because I didn't get paid to say it, but it was a really cool class. I would highly recommend it. Then they had this couple in there too. Uh, this man and woman and like, <laughs> I will say, uh, it was funny because she like they was clearly taking the class for him because he can't cook nothing but scrambled eggs. But they was married, and like he was trying to let, let her do something. And she was like, you know, we taking the class for you, right? I was like, mm. she didn't say it in the rude way, but because he even said he couldn't do nothing but scrambled eggs. And they had this one. Guy in there that you know, like some people that just just gotta be rebels and everything. Like he was one of them where it was like, "Fam, why are you taking this if you don't want to take instruction?" Mm-hmm. It's a cooking class. You signed up for this. It's a class, a cooking class. Yeah, you signed up for if this. If you know how to do it already and ain't and just want to do it your way, don't come. Don't come. You could just when it got you some meat <laughs> paws at the store. Like you didn't have to come here to do this because mm-hmm. he kept going ahead and she like, I didn't want you to do that because we don't know what. To do like, yeah. we didn't get the um, instruction until like they got email tours afterwards. So mm-hmm. he just was like on some, you know, rah mm-hmm. rah. I know mm-hmm. how to do this. Like, mm-hmm. why are you here then? Like, it's okay to take. Was instruction. he by himself? Nah, he was uh with a. Uh, uh, he was with somebody. It was like a group of them. So oh, he trying to boister. Yeah, I was just like, bro, relax, man. But yeah. it was a cool little time. I enjoyed. Let it. that go, man. Leave your ego at the door. Yeah, I need man, a sign to say that. I need that. I need to make that door, man. Leave your ego at the door. Leave your ego at the door. Mm-hmm. Speaking of ego, <laughs> man. Speaking of ego. <laughs> speaking of ego. Um, last episode, man, we talked about authority and like how we dealt with it and things like that. Um, but now, I guess we're looking at what some can, some would say. The topic, but from a different lens, power dynamics. Mm-hmm. Now, when you hear that, Ed, what do you think about? I instantly go to relationships. I mean, you can have use power dynamics in every like interaction. Well, yeah, kind of an aspect of life where it's a power every ship, dynamic. every ship. Yeah, and every <laughs> ship. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like the ones where it's like clear cut though is like relationship. Well, I was gonna say. Oh, I was gonna say professionally because oh, like it's well, yeah. the power dynamic is set by title. But I say, but you see, are junior associate. This is your manager. Yeah, that's but, the, see, but see, that's the dynamic that's like backed by like you know you know what I'm saying like by you said, the infrastructure. Yeah, by the infrastructure. Like when you got to make it up yourself. Yeah, when it leads way more to interpretation and, and people, people, hey, people don't like their positions. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but no, no. When I think power dynamics, I think like um, the interaction between two people and how they settle into like their roles, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and sometimes you give it, and sometimes you receive it, Paul. You know what I'm saying? Like, and um, it's always been interesting. An interesting thing for me. Um, I guess I was. I guess I would ask you this. Well, hold on. Let me read the definition. Unless you have one. No, no. Go ahead. Okay. So it says, um, power dynamic uh, definition is, it says, 
Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. I had it right here. Oh my god, my in, my internet. So power dynamic meanings. It says method is used by different groups of people to influence or control each other. Very blunt, kind of straight to the point, but also filled with context. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, I guess I'll ask you this. What do you do when you realize you have the power? Or like how does like power get obtained by it? Um, that's a good question. I feel like for me, like I've I'm used to being in a position of power in a sense. Mm, so I had a reaction. I had a reaction. Go ahead. So it don't so I don't abuse it because I'm used to it and I know how to handle it. Like you can tell, like when there's dynamics where people are not used to uh, being in a position of power, because they could, they even go back to when you know we was just in high school and stuff, and mm-hmm. like you know the person house that you typically don't go to once you finally go to their house and they be all extra, extra and stuff. Yeah. You're like, oh man, you don't know. Yeah, yeah. But see, I've always had. Yeah. I've well, you know, before we started going to your house consistently, just growing up, I've always had the hangout house and stuff. So mm-hmm. it was like I was used to kind of, you Hosting know. And- Having that power dynamic and stuff, and I ain't abused it because I was just used to it, you know. And, yeah, but um, you, it, but yeah. So I, I, um, I don't know. I've just always been kind of just used to it, and like I felt like I didn't exploit it that much, or and always was pretty responsible with it. Because even like in high school, you know, the person that got the kind of who got the car, he kind of set the tone, and you just kind of acquiesced. But I, <laughs> I had transportation, so it was <laughs> like. You know, I did move on my own accord, but you know, you was a, you was a, you was collaborative. I try my best to be when there's a lot of people and fighting for spots, and there's only X amount of spots. It's like, what do I do? But you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I would say this while watching you, I feel like a lot of power was definitely like given to you for sure. Because I know in high school we used to give you power for sure. Well, you had it, but we gave it to you too, like. Oh, he used to be like, well, what are we going to do? Or, hey, what are we going to do? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. hey, what are we going to do? But I think this is like, um, this is like power in the sense that, like, that's like rooted in trust. Like, okay, we believe Ed to make the right decision. Like, most of us believe you to have the, the straightest head. Like, because, like, you're not going to be, like, swayed by opinion and, like we said, ego and, like, uh, all that you know, personality and stuff like that. Like you're this person, like you gonna look at it rationally, clear cut. So you're the person that we giving it to. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's communicate with you. For me, I think my power has all. Like when I obtain power, it's definitely the um, what they call that when you got the like to decide and vote, like executive, like yeah, you can make the executive decision. decision you know what I mean? And it's funny because, like, if Ed had the power, I was kind of like the person who's like, hey, what you think about, you know what I'm saying? Like, what you think about us doing this? And I'd be like, you know what I'm saying? It's usually like a back and forth between me and you. Like, oh, I don't know about this. I just seen old boy walk over there. Or, oh, good, mm-hmm. just walk through, blah, blah, blah. Um, so it's, my stuff has been, definitely always been like a supportive role, you know what I mean? And, I never abused it either because I had people in my house. I never, Yeah, like, I'm going to say, yeah, you, met, you was a man with the power. Uh, yeah. But I ain't never like, I ain't never just like imposed it. 
guess I never imposed it. Um, so like you, like like I asked you, I guess to answer my own question, like, um, interesting man, interesting, real interesting. Uh, I guess I'm comfortable with it. I can get a little. I ain't gonna lie to you. I can get a little, uh, not shaky, but apprehensive with it, like. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. cause Ed don't care if people mad. You know, Ed don't care if people mad. I kind of be like, oh, man, I hope we can get the most people satisfied as possible. But, you know, that never happens. So I'm already looking at that, and I'm like, okay, this fight not going to work out well for me. You know what I mean? Internally. But we're going to do our best, you know. And if I could feel secure in the situation and the decision, I deal with it. I deal with it. Um, my bad. Would you have something to say? Oh yeah, kind of adding to that because I definitely agree with you because I I'm like one of them. I was like, you might I might have like a confidant, uh, like Jew or somebody, mm-hmm. but beyond that, I'm gonna just make the decision that I think is best for the greater good. And if you're not okay with that, then I don't care. I I literally do not care at all. Like I won't lose any sleep. <laughs> a lot of times I used to just be you just saying what you think, and people just like, well, yeah, that's the right thing, like. Yeah, like, man, we should go home. <laughs> we should go home. <laughs> I just make because you know sometimes people that they have underlying objectives to why they pushing for certain things, which mm-hmm. they have underlying personal objectives, motives, mm-hmm. personal motives that they won't tell you about, but they'll be trying to sway everybody mm-hmm. to tell go that me. way because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. secretly advantageous for them for a personal <clears throat> reason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But see, I don't do that. Like I say, it's just for the greater good. Or even if I do plan on that, I'll just be transparent and say, yeah, I want to do this, but I ain't going to lie. That's because, uh uh-uh. uh. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know, man. Like I said, I feel like you can always tell. I personally can always tell that, like, when people used to being in that position of power, because that role is normally, like, very, um, What's what's the word? It's very uh, not underappreciated, but it's like very. It's a thankless thing to be in that position. Typically, like you don't get the credit for that. Typically, yeah, you or they don't even know you do. They bought the ice over here. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, no, no. It's a dude that bought the ice, but then it's you don't know that I had to call seven different people to to come and get get quotes, get the chairs set up, get the ice schoolers, (laughs) go buy the ice, and then all you did was bought ice. So that's why I say it's like when you that power dynamic, when you that got the most power. Normally, it's a thankless job, and you can tell too, like Uh when like. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like I say, it's just easy to tell when people ain't been in that road because they be looking for the thanks or like they, they be like, or they always remind you, you know about the ice, right? Yeah. You know, or they like want to highlight themselves yeah. in some way. I was like, yeah. nah, bro, that that's really like a a, a thankless role. Yeah. I mean, it's the most important, but we needed the ice. It's it, a thank. It's like it's kind of like what they say was well, like if everything go right and nobody gonna thank you, but mm-hmm. if everything go, go wrong, wrong they gonna look at you. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it be like that in that position, and I, you know. I will say growing up being that I was able to be in that position early on and experience that sometimes I don't like being in that role. Comfortable in it, can do it. Yes, but mm-hmm. sometimes I like being one of the, the people that just follow along and just do what you told, just be a good soldier, you know? Yeah, but man, yeah, I understand. But again, that kind of go into like the authority thing. And if I feel like I can follow you, then. I don't mind it being the power dynamic. Mm-hmm. As long as I feel like you ain't leading me astray. Right, right. Speaking of dynamics, um, got an article here, not psychology today. Uh oh. 
Um, so I got some dynamics I want to read to you. You just give me your honest reaction to them. Okay. Some of these are relationship based, you know. I perfect. know we don't touch on that all the time, but this is the perfect, <laughs> the perfect subject. So <clears throat> this is from BigThink.com. Okay. It big says think, not the little one. Yeah, big one, not the little one. It says the signs or the title of it is the signs of unhealthy power dynamics in a relationship and how to even them out. Yeah, I'm gonna send this to you. I'm going to say yeah. it too. But I just wanted your actual reaction. That's why I didn't say mm-hmm. it to you this time. Anyway, the section here says, how unhealthy power dynamics could be damaging in your, in your relationship and your mental health. So they say there's three types of relationship dynamics that can result from negative power, imbal- power imbalances within relationships. There's the demand withdrawal, distance pursuer, and fear and shame dynamics. So this is the first one. The demand withdrawal dynamic occurs when one partner is the demander who seeks change in discussion and is in constant search of a resolution to issues within a relationship. Meanwhile, the other partner is withdrawn, seeking to avoid the issues. Second paragraph. According to a study published in the journal Personal Relationships, the demand withdrawal dynamic has been leaked with spousal depression and is a powerful predictor of divorce and dissatisfaction in a marriage. The findings also show that women were more likely to be the demanders, while the men were often more withdrawn in a relationship with a clear demand withdrawal dynamic. Hmm. How you feel about that? How you feel about? I, I mean, I've definitely you, been you're in the that. opposite, though. Yeah, I was gonna say I've been in that position before, but the opposite role where I was the demander demander so the demander is the person who seeks change and discussion and is in constant search of a resolution to issues versus and yeah when I was dealing with somebody it was with a drawer and yeah yeah it ended so yeah yeah it goes along with the study right yeah how about to say I'm I'm part of the statistic but but you you think demanding is the right word for you no but I mean that's what I, that if it's that's what I if was, I'm going off of what that say, yeah. if it's you either this one or this one, then yeah, I'm that one. Well, what would you call yourself? Uh, not, a, not a demander. Not the demander. Uh, Just a resolutionist. Yeah, that's a beautiful word. Is that a word? Resolutionist. I don't know. It sounds sound good. good. <laughs> but yeah, that that would be what I am, or the yeah. uh, proprietor of change. Yeah. The yeah. Uh, proponent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the proponent. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. What about you, man? I've been both. Yeah. I've been both. But I would tell you that okay, I'm gonna get real here, okay? I've been I I be I've been both. But I've like walked into the withdrawal mm. stage because I was too afraid and I was too afraid of not measuring up to what the demander had demanded from me. Mm. That's deep. Yeah, it's deep, man. Like, when people got an expectation of you, mm-hmm. and that's probably one of my biggest, like, transferable experience people. Like, that's one of my most, like, <sighs> heaviest, like, things that hit me when I disappoint somebody that has an expectation of me. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, you know what I mean? And in a relationship, that always, like, it's tricky, right? Because mm-hmm. you got the man you want to be. And then it's me and you are. Yeah. And that ain't, that ain't always the same person. Well, it seldomly <laughs> is, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> and 
I wasn't there yet. I'm still not there yet, but I'm in the posi- very position that I yeah. was than when I was back then. Mm-hmm. And this most relationships, some of you know, most of you know, but uh, no, I say this. Um, when when I was drawn, I was like, man, you know, my demander, you know, they asking like, well, what you gonna do? Like, you know, like you graduated, what kind of job you trying to get? Is I don't know. I don't know. I de- I didn't know. Yeah. And like, there's no. I think what paralyzed me so much was just like, bro, there is no right answer. Like, there's no right answer right now. And I'm a person that's either like moving forward or backwards, and I feel like I was moving backwards. So uh, I've definitely been in that position. When I was in the demander position, like we we said this on multiple episodes, just understanding. Like, I just like. Let's get to a point where we can read each other in a way that's like you understand me, I understand you, and like we can get some synergy going. Like mm-hmm. that's all I be, that's all I be uh, gunning for, you know, just that synergy, bro. Like that's important, But You know me, I know you, that type of thing. Sometimes bro. I've gotten to the point where I was the man, the the demander so much that I became withdrawn too. Like I just talk, hey, talk about that, bro. Don't just say that. Talk about that, man. What you mean? Yeah, because you know, like I guess say with with the demander, like you trying to like address things and, yeah. and talk stuff out. But I felt like if you, Ooh. you know, sometimes you get to the point where you just defeat it or feel like it's going nowhere, it's Ooh. going in one ear and out the other, and then you just be like, well, I'm burnt. Like you know, everybody yeah. human, and at some point, bro, everybody yeah, got yeah, a threshold. Everybody got a threshold. Then I was like, well, if it, I'll become withdrawn too. Then ironically, then it's like mm-hmm. both be withdrawn or the demands finally. Mm-hmm. The the withdrawn person finally start trying to like mm-hmm. address stuff that you said when you was demanding, but now you withdrawn yourself. So it's kind of yeah. just like it can get flipped. Could be a little too late. It can get flipped for sure. But yeah, I definitely <clears throat> been in that case where it was like I definitely was the withdrawn, or sometimes too. I just don't care that much, and I'm just withdrawn because it's not that serious to me. But your natural disposition is to be the demander. Yeah, typically in a romantic dynamic. But like I say, sometimes if I'm just getting to know you or I don't really, you cool and I'm not really I think you like that in every dynamic. The demander, Mm -hmm. I would say for most of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say. Even in a pod, even in a pod power dynamic where like, yeah, I am because I always got like ideas and opinion. You always got something to say. Yeah. Very seldom I don't have an opinion towards them, and if I really don't have an opinion, that, that mean, means really that mean you don't care. About I don't it. care. Yeah, like, that mean that mean you don't that mean you don't care about it at all. Like not even, not even a little bit. Like sometimes, but as I get older, I start to have less opinions of stuff. Like where it's just like, mm. bro, that does not affect mm-hmm. my life every day. Yeah, um, it's mm. it does not yeah. matter to me. But yeah, that's interesting though, because that is like a dynamic where you know that really is prevalent. What happens a lot, and, it, and you know, in relationships, like, we do things where un, unconsciously where we're, like, jockeying for positions, you know. Un, you know, it's not always healthy. It's, it can be very unhealthy sometimes it, instead of it being, like, a, a collaborative effort. You know, it's more like there's a the person doing this and there's a the person doing that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and sometimes that can be a cultural thing, too, because – is is literally different power dynamics culturally yeah. and like when like romantically because in some cultures it's no it's not collaborative. It ain't no no. It's the man. They really don't care if you withdrawing. That don't even no. exist. Like no, it's like you just yeah. the man and yeah. you the head and 
you make the demands, set the tones, and just follow. You know what's funny? That is. We need to get. Never mind. <laughs> we no, we have that dynamic. Oh, okay. This is the third one, but I'm gonna move it up to two because we here. Okay. The fear and shame dynamic mm. is often a unconscious culprit of relationship troubles, as the fear and insecurity of one partner would bring out the shame and avoidance in the other, and vice versa. And it says, according to Doctor Stevens Stevenson Stonesy Stonesney, mm-hmm. the vulnerability of fear and shame is influenced by many different variables, hormone levels. Traumatic experiences, stuff like that. This can make the dynamic particularly difficult to get out of. Two separate, it says, two separate researchers of negative power imbalances in relationships concluded that couples who are seemingly stuck in one of these three negative, uh, were mm-hmm. stuck in this negative power dynamic, were at a very high risk for divorce. So, I say kind of like what you were saying, like, and kind of what I admitted to in the first one, like, you could be shameful. You can be shameful of like not being what you think you're gonna be or not mm-hmm. measuring up. And some people prey on that. Yeah. They'll prey on that and keep you in that box. You know what I mean? Like That's a different type of psychological game. <laughs> that's warfare. That's a good, that's a different type of power dynamic there. But that's when like they know you ain't ain't S word. You know what I'm saying? They know your weaknesses and exploit them. Just keep bringing up the fact that I ain't got no job. Hey, come on, man. Like you said, speak life into me, man. You know what I'm saying? Don't <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Don't just keep reminding me, you know. Uh, but it's an unconscious one because, like, it's a very internal thing. Like, you know, I want to do this. I don't want to do that. Um, mm-hmm. And I think the, that was one of them. Um, the second one, the distance pursuer dynamic. And uh, tell me what your reaction is to this one. It said this one occurs when a person tries to achieve and maintain a certain degree of intimacy with their partner, the distancer. Who considers this affection to be smothering? Mm. It says in this unhealthy dynamic, the closer the pursuer wants to be, the more resistant, defiant, and withdrawn the distancer wants to be become. It is similar to the demand withdrawal dynamic. Mm-hmm. However, in distance of pursuer relationships, the struggle is over deeper connection, not so much who has power. Mm. You gotta be. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I must say, I've been, I've been I felt. I must say, I felt some. I felt some. I felt some energy coming from across yeah. the table. <laughs> I, yeah, I think that's like my. What's the two called? The uh the distancer pursuer dynamic. The di- so it's the distancer and the pursuer Sewer dynamic. Yeah, you know, in the first one. Oh, right, right. The funny thing is, when I initially meet somebody. I'm the distant, like, I don't, like... You don't rush into the intimacy. Yeah, like, I'm, like, kind of apprehensive and kind of, like... Who are you? Creeped out. Not creeped out, but very apprehensive. And, and I'm a true distancer if you, like... You don't just invite nobody to your space like that. Yeah, and if you embrace me too quick, like, it's... I, so, so, like, a two-hand hug? You don't like that? No, I meant, like, more like okay. that than, like... Like, kind of my career. Or, like, when you just form an... Attachment or something really mm. early, and it's like you start making expectations based off of that. But mm. it's like, whoa, we getting to know each other, like, mm-hmm. or like mm. I be dating, and like you you become a demander, and it's like, oh well, and it's only been like what I consider very new, and like I just started getting to know you, and you become a demander too fast. I become a distancer quick because it's like, whoa, mm. like. Just mm-hmm. moving too quick, like or yeah. or like I've literally said before, like you like me too much, like it's 
Like it's too soon. Like yeah. So like I said, I naturally I've yeah. I've been a distancer before. Yeah, it says a distancer is a uh, who considers they consider the affection to be smothering. Yeah, that's know? how it is. It's like yeah, because I've, I've always felt I felt a lot where it was too much too soon. Yeah. And you know when somebody's coming on strong, I guess somebody can say that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I guess that's only like not only a problem, but that can be a problem when you aren't like receptive to that. Mm-hmm. Like you know, that's not how the pacing goes for me. You know. Yeah. And I've been both. I've been a distancer in <laughs> the pursuit. I've been a pursuer before. Too, I've been a pursuer, like you know. In my recent years, though, I'm definitely more of a distancer. I'm about to say in my recent <laughs> year, in my recent years, I'm not just the most like. You gotta be careful these days. You know what I mean? Like you mm-hmm. don't really just know what people what people be on, and mm-hmm. the exchange of y- y'all know how I go. Y'all know how to, you know the dating pool and the exchange of that whole interaction. It's it's a scary thing. You could be skeptical, you know. Um, I know when I was to pursue it, like I'd be having to check myself. Like I was thinking about this earlier when I was well yesterday when I was cleaning up the house before we went to the little thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. I do get excited about things. Like I get excited about the concept of things. Mm-hmm. I'm that kind of person. I'm not a certified. I'm not a CLB. I'm not a certified lover boy. Mm-hmm. But if I like somebody, like, man, man, when you like somebody, like man, I like this girl. You know what I'm saying? I get mm-hmm. excited about like man, like I can do this better. Let me, you know, I can, I can uh, showcase my feelings, so I can uh, uh, convey my my thoughts and emotions in a more clear way. Or you know what I'm saying? Doing things to like let her know that I mean you on my mind. I can really hold you in a, in a high regard. Sometimes it can be a lot, you know what I mean. And yeah. I, I, I've had to be checked, like, hey, bro, you know what I mean. Especially like, if someone's a um, distancer, yeah, because they that just instantly can make them be apprehensive and mm-hmm. clutch up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It says the distance the distancer would imagine the issue in the relationship to be the neediness of the partner. While the pursuer would feel the partner has been cold and potentially even purposefully destructive by withholding inf- affection. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I felt that way. <laughs> I felt that like, man, why, why, you know, what's going on, you know? But, uh, but you know, it's funny, me, you know, it's funny. A low key was a demander and a pursuer at the same time. Like, hey, I'm trying to love you, man. Like, mm. why we can't, you know, why, what's going on? And you know, sometimes that can force them in situations like that. So, yeah, that can you know. But that was a couple of little breakdowns on this article, bigthing.com. I'll put that in the description. Um kind of just moving on. Like what are some what are some ways what are some interactions with, you know, your significant others or whoever you deal with that bring your power bring your issues with power dynamics to the forefront. Like like I heard you had a foot race with your with your woman this week. Mm. Did did you win? Yeah, I did win. In the, Good, uh, convincing. The race. Yeah, yeah, convincing. But no, I think. Uh, hmm, I don't know. Like, cause in romantic relationships, I feel like sometimes it's like what could bring up the power dynamic is like, and not just these, but you know, yeah, just like in general, I feel like where you can see like. It's a power dynamic and just like your your day to day. I think that's where it come out the most. Mm-hmm. When it's like when you just start trying to go through life with somebody and it's like I feel like 
when they just become like when decisions become start to become like points of contentions. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like it can be something simple, like you mm. trying to go somewhere, and they be like, yeah. "Go this way." No, nah, go this. I'm gonna go this way. Yeah, and it's like that's the power dynamic of like, yeah, who's like, like right? You, you ain't gonna always tell me what to do. You know what I'm saying? It be that, or it could be, be like, yeah. "Oh, you always wrong," or uh-huh. I think I'm always right. Like I said, that's when I feel like the power dynamic come in, like just in everyday life when it's like, mm-hmm. who think they right. That'd be a thing too. Or your need to be right. Yeah. Or you can't admit when you're wrong. When you're wrong. That's a big thing in a relationship. When it's like, because mm-hmm. I've heard some people say, <laughs> I, I didn't want to tell you because I didn't want that to. I didn't want to tell you you was right. Mm-hmm. Or I couldn't let you know you was right. That's a power dynamic when you just afraid to admit mm-hmm. that because you think, oh, now they going to think they got to. A one up on me or like It's shameful like they say mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of that stuff Be like about The power that I mean when you feel like you When you get to that point or you have that perspective Of like not wanting to feel like Somebody got the one up on you mm-hmm. And a mm-hmm. power dynamic especially like in a Relationship because like I say it's gonna be Just different viewpoints And perspectives of things and well, I don't always want to have an argument every time I do something need to. That's why I say, like, when everything becomes a mm-hmm. point of contention, where mm-hmm. it's like, it can be something, oh, okay, it's time to flip the stakes. Nah, not yet. Nah, it's time. Like, like bro, get out of here. Mm. To me, um, I think, for me, it'd be the, <laughs> I talk about this a lot, the microaggressions. Mm-hmm. I might be a sick person, but I'd be looking into that. The micro, it's a difference between, hey, can you stop by the store? Hey, go go stop by the store and get this. What you mean just go? Are you, ain't me, you ain't even what I was doing. You know what I mean? Like, you, ain't even where, you don't even know if I'm going that way. You know, like, mm-hmm. like you say, point of contention, but it's just a micro. It comes out in those little ways like that, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think, like, a lot of, like, power dynamics in romantic relationships, maybe any type of ships, too, is always connected mm-hmm. to ego, too. Yeah. Where it's like you just it's just something about like you feel like you can't let them do that to, or you know what I'm saying? Like you say you can't let somebody get the one up on you or you come into it with mm-hmm. like I say, just thinking about it from like a level of like ego and stuff. Well, you know, I don't think I don't think ego should be all the way absent in a in a romantic relationship. Cause I mean, ego has a negative effect, but it also makes who you, you who you are. Like, yeah, but it, can, it can help. Like, you like with the reason boundaries and like, like a the, level of yeah, self respect. The reason why you don't let nobody your values and morals yeah, intact. The reason why you don't let nobody handle you any kind of kind of way is because of your ego. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, bro, this is me. Like, I don't let people do that to me. You know, so you do need a a, a level of it, but you gotta be willing to have it checked, and you know. Mm-hmm. And have it um, Can't be above, above reproach Yeah it gotta be contained you know And I feel like in power dynamics Like a lot of times they get bruised easily yeah. I'm about to say you can <laughs> tell too It's pretty easy to see when there's a couple that's struggling With the, the whole power dynamic thing mm-hmm. Like I say it just come out in like The smallest ways where it's like Just going through life And you just observing people Cause a boyfriend or a girlfriend might say Hey let's let's go this way Then the guy might just walk the other way or Mm-hmm. He don't trust that you can You know power dynamics might have a lot to do with trust too mm-hmm. Like I mean power is trust 
I trust yeah. you. I trust you to do the right thing. I give yeah. you that power. Because you don't. Well, mm-hmm. I'm not going to. Well, because typically, <laughs> if you put somebody in power, you trust that they're going to do, do right, right by you and yeah, do right do, by Or at least do right by people. you. Yeah. yeah. Or the people that they can have an effect on. So, right. yeah, I think. And I think that's what kind of to what can like skew power dynamics in a relationship where it's like you don't trust that person or you don't. Yeah. Like you just don't trust that person to make the decision or you may not think that they capable of certain things. So that's why you just don't. But that speak to people, though. Mm -hmm. That would speak to you. You know, I don't know about you. You know, I haven't always been the person giving out permissions. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and uh, when you're not in that position and people say, hey, you know, you just do this. That's the difference between, like, your mama telling you that and then your partner telling you that. Yeah. Then I'm be like, hey, what you mean? You know what I mean? I know exactly how to do that, you know? Uh, and then uh, it, it becomes a rough patch. It, well, it can become a rough patch. But like I said, yeah, I think, now that I think about it, because that's become a thing where, like, when it's, that trust that can like skew the power dynamics because it's like okay if I don't trust you to do something then like I won't give you that power to do it or mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if I don't think you're capable of it but power dynamics are very interesting I feel like they come up in everyday life too but I feel like for me I've seen that more when it comes to like romantic relationships You got because like- I feel like because never mind I was about to say because I feel like most at least when it comes to men, there's no like and we would have to have a woman to speak about like women groups and how they work. But with men groups, it's not really like a uh well then I don't know, maybe that's just our group where it's kinda like, you know, everybody kinda maybe we've just had a lot of time to set into our roles so nobody that's not really ever really a real struggle or power dynamic and you kinda just understand people. So you kinda just even if you know you can do it you just kind of let them do it to get their yeet off or, you know, that mean more to them than it do to you. So you'd be like, oh, you got it. I don't care. That's still a power dynamic. That but is you, a power dynamic. Yeah. But you just understand it. Like, uh, to where you ain't going to fight. Or yeah, it's, it's like, like yeah. they need that to feel alive. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. let, let them have or it. Let them have it. Or yeah. maybe you don't want to deal with it and you know, they can do it. Why not? We just had that happen this week in our group chat, but I ain't going <laughs> to say nothing. If you know, you know, shout out YVs. But anyways, uh, but um, no, no, going off what you said, uh, there's a lot of power out there. Definitely with men, you know, of course we're we're easily susceptible to this um, because we wear ours on our shoulder. You know what I mean? Like a lot of guys lead with their ego, you know, mm-hmm. lead lead with the projection of themselves or who they believe to be. So they that that's coming in through the front door. You know what I mean? And um, a lot of times when that don't measure up to what, you know, they think they are, or somebody reminds them of the shortcomings or, like, how much they want something, you know, they mm-hmm. kind of, they, they, they shrink, you know, we, we we shrink in situations, like, you know what I mean? Like, my situation in 2017, if you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wanted to be something there, I wanted to show up a certain way. I've been telling you this on the phone, I wanted to show up a certain way, mm-hmm. but I just didn't have the tools to, you know what I mean? I just... I just didn't have the resources to to be what I wanted to be for a certain situation, and I had to accept that. You know what I mean? Like I had to accept that, and I had to take, I had to, I had to take what came with it. You know, now my ego made me buck the system a little bit, a couple of times, and you know, that be what it be. Uh, but overall, like, there's something you gotta get comfortable with. You gotta understand what works for you too. 
Yeah, that's true. Like you gotta understand if you are a demander or a withdrawer, you know what I'm saying, a pursuer or a distancer, you know. I know my natural disposition is to pursue. That's just me though. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. just me. Because I wanna show. I wanna bring into, you know, I'm an inclusive person. Like I'm mm-hmm. gonna in- include you on my life, you know. Um <clears throat> that type of thing. So 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 yeah. So Power Dynamic. Power Dynamic. This is like <laughs> There's a lot of there's a lot of statements on here in this article, so you can read them. Um, I just I just say a couple. It says when I, when my partner and I make a decision in our relationship, I tend to structure and lead the discussion. Kind of let you know mm-hmm. where you at. I tend to give in to my partner's preferences when we disagree about dis- decisions in this domain. It's just random stuff. My partner tends to bring up issues in this domain more often than I do. Mm-hmm. My partner lays out the options more than I do when we discuss decisions in this domain. These are like little statements to see help you yeah. just decide where you at, you know? Mm-hmm. Like and this is where it comes at comes up at, you know. Um last thing. When do you think this is toxic, bro? This is this is a toxic question. <laughs> When do you feel like is it appropriate time for like the first argument when you dealing with somebody? Appropriate? Like, uh, like, like, do you think like something like? Because you're not going to agree on everything, uh-huh. but I guess that that wasn't the right way to ask it. But just like, like for me, like I start talking to somebody two weeks go by, three weeks go by. And I'm talking about like we spend the time together though. Like mm-hmm. We going on dates. So I'm like, and if nothing come up, I'd be like, I know this kind of toxic. This talk is very toxic. I'm like, it never really came up yet. I wonder. Dang, I, you be having strife that early? No, not strife. I'm just like, this is not. It ain't gotta be no like pivotal thing, but I be thinking like, you know, a discussion to come up at some point. You ain't gonna you ain't agree you ain't agree with everything I said. I'm about to say like I just got a difference in opinion towards yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about anything like that. It ain't gotta be no like Like she like grape jelly and you don't? Or like No, I'm talking like, okay, you did this at this, you know, when we was out. You know, what was that about? You know, something like that. Hey, I think you're thinking the extreme, but it could be something I knew. I just heard exact the exact example you gave. I I don't really incur that early on. I mm-hmm. think too for me though, when I first get to know somebody, is because that's really when power dynamics come out. That's true. That's why I'm asking it. Because I, I, I think when I first meet somebody, though, it's more so me just like gathering information and like I'm not really here to <laughs> offer pushback. On, I just want to like get your perspective <laughs> and your outlook on stuff and opinions and thoughts. Because it's like I don't know you, so it's like. Mm. I need to like build a database first of like that and kind of like see like kind of form like mm. my perspective of who you are as a person. Mm. Uh, so I, I typically don't get into that that early. I, so for me, I would say just to answer the question, maybe like a month and a half. Month and, month a half. and a half. That's a good one. Two months in. Two, two, two months. Two months is good. Because I assume I'm typically if I just start dating somebody, I'm just gonna probably talk to them consistently. But we might just go out maybe like once, twice a week at the most. And it's, if it's dates, I'm not. I don't really, mm-hmm. you know, be doing. I just be trying to get to know somebody. So I don't. Well, you know, I mean, I mean, like, yeah, that's true. 
I mean, y'all probably be having a conversation and you have a difference in opinion, but it's something like really real, like abortion or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, well, yeah. You know I've, I've, like, I've come across that where I've been on a first date with somebody and they told me they didn't want to have kids. Yeah, you know. But that uh, just literally ended us like well, conversing I mean, all together. So. Yeah, I mean, that's first date. You know, I'm just thinking like extended, like dealing with somebody. Because I feel like in those situations, like that's when it first, that's when it happens. When it, when everything not peachy, you know what I'm saying? Everything ain't just new and fresh and just emotions. Hey, you not like this, but a most majority of people are like they little honeymoon phase and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like so they excluding the things that they wouldn't normally exclude. But when the things come to fruition, they come to the surface. Yeah, so that's about a month and a half. It's probably I always say two months. I always say two months because that's when the. I say, well, yeah, about to say, I was gonna say one month, a month and a half to two months. That's when it used to be three, but now that's that's shorter now. Yeah, I'm about to say three is it's over with yeah. already. Cause like that's the typical length of a situation ship three months. So that's why I say about yeah. a month, month and a half. Because that's where you really about to see what y'all about to be like month and a half. Like okay, what we. You kind of got to gauge mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, this can never be nothing more. Oh, it could possibly be more. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think about a month mm-hmm. and a half. Yeah. But then, too, I feel like some people, like, be just, they give you their representative and, shoot, it might be four or five months where it's like, oh, <laughs> it went from I'm not picky to, oh, I don't like this, 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 this. I'm like, hold on. Oh, I remember right. at first you said you wasn't picky when I was yeah. picking places. You didn't have... <laughs> Anything I said was fine. <laughs> now it's that when yeah, that's when the real sits in. Now it's yeah. all these preferences and yeah. stuff you don't eat. I was like, that's crazy. That's crazy. Just just, just last month we was Bro. Oh, okay. any, any place I suggested, it was just okay. Okay. Now it's I don't want that. What do you want? But you know power dynamic. But anyways, uh, but my I, thing is to oh, go ahead. Uh, what, no, no, a you, good power dynamic for me is like Talk about it. Talk about Sometimes it. it's like if you oppose my suggestion, you got to have one. That would be perfect. Now, I'm recently I, I've been in that position where it was like I oppose and I, I it was just when sometimes you just be in the sucky lose lose. It ain't no, you know, mm-hmm. no good answer, no right answer. Like it's just it just is what it is sometimes. But typically there's a solution. Yeah. And um, like I say, like, because if somebody, perfect example, we stay on the food. Mm. I say, hey, you want to go to um, go and get Tex-Mex? No, I don't want Tex-Mex. Okay. Do you got the test for anything? No, not in particular. Okay. You want Italian? No. That's where I get like, okay, like, mm. help me help you help me. Like, you got to. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you, because you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about in the dynamic where it's like you don't offer a solution mm-hmm. or a suggestion. You just. you just being defiant. Yeah. But say I, I feel like I like being in dynamics where it's like, no, it's a collaborative effort, not just you waiting mm-hmm. for me to come up with something and then you mm-hmm. approve or disapprove of it. Because mm-hmm. uh, yeah. that burned me out over time. Yeah. And then that's when I become where it's like. You can just take this over completely. Withdrawn. Yeah, because I don't want to do this. Or it's like, hey, mm-hmm. that or just go with my mood. Yeah, yeah. But see, I'm a, I, I'm a pretty, I'm a very um, considered and accommodating person, almost to a fault at times. But 
I um that's why that can be a tough thing too because like you've always like trying to consider somebody but yeah they gotta be able to work with you man yeah yeah I'm the type of person and uh, I've said this before it's a common thing through the episodes I I know we get into our mark or whatever but um if my power dynamics the ones that usually work out for me for sure or the ones were like. And I like to let my women know this, like, bro, you can, like, disagree with me. I, I kind of hope you do. You know what I mean? Like, so that you can tell me what I'm not seeing. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, you can tell me what I'm not thinking about. Like, you give you that food. You want to go to the restaurant? Well, you know, that part of Dallas always got traffic. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. You know, you got a pothole on that street. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I ain't think about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. stuff like that that's, like, Real conducive to the conversation. Like, it ain't just, oh, I don't want to go there because I hate it there. Mm-hmm. Like you said, but um, my power dynamics that work out the most is when, like, we can exchange feedback and criticism. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, man, you did this wrong, but, you know what I mean? Like, but that's not the end all be all to you. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I, I appreciate that because I'm going to do the same thing. Like, hey, you want me the wrong way with this, but. I ain't even tripping on it, but this is how we should do this going forward. You know, things like that, power dynamics like that. I'm just an inclusive person, bro. I just like it to be a team effort. Yeah. I don't even like leading the way all the time. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you ain't got nothing. Like I said, I feel like a good thing that is like knowing people's strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. And I say, I feel like that's when the ego come in, when you can't just admit, I'm I ain't going to lie, this ain't my forte, yeah. so I'm going to just let you take lead. Like, some people might be. Extremely fiscally responsible. Hey, I'm gonna let you take care of that. Or some people, mm-hmm. they know how to cook well, or they know they the ones that know how to talk to people well, yeah. and they know how to navigate. Let them go book the stuff, get the reservations. I'm gonna yeah. say some people good planners. Yeah. Let them, yeah. let yeah. them take care of that. But like I said, yeah. I feel like that's when it's like sometimes it'll be that power dynamic where you or you don't you mm-hmm. I don't know how to say it. it's like you know you ain't good at it, but the fact that they don't want your you to help is what make you want to help. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. something like that where it's like, yeah. it's like you only doing stuff out of spite. Yeah. I in the sense. Yeah, I do not like that. Yeah. Cause I've, I've just in, just in relationships and romantic dynamics and stuff. I know I've literally told somebody something in one ear out the other, or they just was like, whatever. Heard the same exact thing from somebody else, and it's like the most Ooh. prophetic, mind blowing thing ever. <laughs> and I'd be like, I said the same thing, and they'd be like, Yeah, but it was you, or Yeah, but it came from you, though. That is so nasty. And when you hear stuff like that, that's what it's like that power dynamic of where it's like, when we talk about trust, where it's like, That's so nasty. You can say something, and it's like they don't trust that that's, you mm-hmm. know, like they don't trust you to have mm-hmm. insight when it comes to that judgment or judgment. Yeah, thing. or mm-hmm. discernment. So, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's a nasty power dynamic when it's like that, where it's like they just. They don't even like recognize you like yeah. as a um, valid voice. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It, I've been in that situation too. Like <laughs> I've been in a situation where it's like, yeah, we doing something, but it all depends on somebody else to first to get there. So it's like, well, whatever that person want to do is how we moving. Mm-hmm. This has been in the platonic and romantic relationship, and mm-hmm. it's not a bad. It's not a bad. Uh, it's not, I mean, it's, I'm sorry, it's not a good position. But you was over here uh, talking, and uh, 
trying to find something to go out on. Um, you was talking, I was just thinking about how, like, our power dynamics, they low-key be manifestations of our characteristics. Hmm. I'm a pursuer. I want to show you this. I want you to know that I like you. I want you to know you. You know what I mean? Like, but I, I don't, I'm not as aware of, like, the other stuff. I just want to get this. I want to convey this emotion to you right now. Mm-hmm. Whereas somebody like you, maybe more introverted, maybe more reserved. Mm-hmm. Like you said, let me collect data first and then open the door. You know, yeah. me, I don't need a door. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I ain't a door. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so like these things, they become, you know, and when you look stuff like a, up like this where I was reading the, the articles and stuff like mm-hmm. you realize they just all manifestations of your personality and, and they just come out of different ways and things like that so yeah. I'm getting better with it though man I'm getting better my power dynamics were way worse 10 years ago <laughs> for sure yeah I, yeah, I used I to want I, I used to want, I used to want things a certain way yeah, yeah it was hey and if you fell under the bar yeah it, it was in this collaborative but I I, I I go back and forth because, like I said, sometimes I, it's it's certain stuff that can be collaborative, and there's other things where it's just like, hey, I was just about to say you got that. to just go with like I when just, I feel like anything and just mm-hmm. in my everyday life, anything where it's a matter of safety, okay, and like that kind of stuff. Like if I say, hey, don't cross the road to somebody over there, I. You just kind of got to trust me on that, or you're not leaving that up to discussion. Or if I say, "Hey, get on this side of me," because I yeah. see somebody walking down the mm-hmm. street and he wild, and I don't want well, why no, I got it no, like that's because oh, I said on, when bro. it matters of safety, I kind of just need yeah. the power, power dynamic to be where you trust me enough to mm-hmm. make the best decision for both of us. Because mm-hmm. I'm a very cautious and aware man of my surroundings anyway, so it's like yeah. There's a lot of people that like, you can't, I'm probably gonna see what you don't yeah, see anyway. Yeah, there's a lot of people that like you can't tell them nothing without them having to say something back. Like they have to say something yeah. back, or they feel controlled and, and manipulated. Yeah, or they feel like you're just trying to get a one up. Yeah, they feel trying to play dictated. them, or they feel like they got to to establish yeah. who they are. Yeah, they might think that you think yeah. less of them. So they'd be like, they, no, it'd be like, no. That's why I, I say that'd be the struggle of the part. Like, mean. no, man, I just. And then you feel bad for making them feel bad. Next thing you know, you apologizing. Anyway, 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 let me, uh, let me, let me cue this up. Pod our name is, hey, work on you. Oh, Valentine is coming up. Perfect time for this. So get your pod our name straightened out before next week so y'all can have a good time out there. Everything pretty much booked. If you ain't booked nothing yet, you might as well just, hey, let me tell you something, man. In home vibes. I was just about to say, if you ain't booked nothing yet, you can still flip it. Ed. Like you can still flip it right now to where it don't seem like you ain't do what you're supposed to do, and get your in house. You know, I'm a cook. You know, do your stuff like that. So jump on that. <clears throat> How much the roses going for? I don't know. They talk about it on Twitter though. Or you can get a hundred for some price that's supposed to be low. I mean, you know what's funny? Yeah, I tell you off mic because I got. Yeah, <laughs> I got some years or some years, but I'm like, okay, yeah. But anyway, anyway, take us out of here, man. Take yeah, this has been episode ninety six on the transferable experience dynamic. I said of dynamics. I was trying to talk about the power dynamics again, but oh, this has been too? episode. No, I don't. <laughs> this has been episode ninety six of the transferable experience podcast. 
like always remember to do all the things on all the things and yeah go ahead and try to get a reservation now or it's gonna be too late actually it's already too late just just say you really wanted to cook for her man go get you some salmon some steak some scrimp uh a little alfredo throw alfredo somewhere in there nah nah you gotta go a little fancier than that Uh, it's just a salmon or steak depending on they diet what you you ain't on the side Huh? What you eat on the side? Asparagus and something else. You do you do it to Zucchini make squash. you do it to make it feel like y'all in a steakhouse when y'all not. So you gotta do asparagus and probably just some mashed potatoes. Oh, and them little candles, them little candles at the store. They like a dollar. They like yeah, five dollars for like twenty of them. I think you can get them on Amazon, pretty cheap. But anyway, this has been episode ninety six. Till next time. Seemed like yesterday that I was up and coming. Still so young that I ain't had enough of nothing. Fam here. The drink here, the girls here, well fuck, let's get it then. Uh, I'm trying to let go of the passion, we make this one a double, you ain't even gotta ask, I, because it's hard to say no, yeah, it's hard to say no, are you down, are you down, yeah, you are.